Welcome to episode 238 of the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. Alongside Brian Cristiano, I'm Rob Cressy. Today's topic, Major League Baseball players will be allowed to wear nicknamed jerseys for a weekend in August. So Brian, I absolutely love this idea. From August 25th to August 27th, players will wear alternate jerseys inspired by youth league designs and they can replace last names with nicknames on jersey templates. There's a lot more to this, but let's start with this. What do you think about this idea? Because I love it. I think it's cool, man. I think it's different, right? I think that's the like that's the fun, cool stuff that um, people like. They enjoy it. Adds personality to the game. It adds personality to the players, right? There's there's that side of it. It's all about like engagement, personality, experience, and this that 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 adds a little flavor. Smart and. And I think it adds a layer of authenticity. We're always talking about that. I'm sure there's going to be players who get more exposure because of the nickname that they put on their jersey. So, for example, Brandon Phillips nicknamed Dat Dude, Didi Gregorius, Sir Didi, uh, Sean Doolittle from the Nationals. They're just going to say do, and there's going, to, there's going to be like eight O's on there. <laughs> we got Joey Bats for Jose Bautista. So it adds fun and authenticity to this, and by the way, from a marketing standpoint, you know this is gonna bring in crazy amounts of dollars, because this is another opportunity for fans to be able to better get closer to their favorite stars. Yep, who's gonna have the first jersey with a hashtag on it? That's what I wanna know. So actually, I'm glad that you brought that up. (laughs) Um, Players are not allowed to uh, put anything with brands on there, however, uh, they are permitted to wear custom-designed flashy equipment, batting gloves, and bats to show their personalities. So oh. they're very much taking what NFL did with the uh, My Cleats, My Campaign, I think is what it was called, where they could say, oh, here's the charity they're going to do for a game. MLB is just like, you can do whatever you want on your entire body anywhere, except just don't brand yourself. But you can pick a charity that you do want to work with. That's cool, man. That's cool. It makes it makes a lot of sense. I mean, it's, it'll be interesting to see like what uh, uh, what equipment companies start to actually like take advantage of this as well, and uh, and and make some like really unique, interesting, crazy, like in your face stuff. And what pitchers are gonna start like kind of getting teed off about it because they got this like neon yellow with like pink polka dot bat in their face. <laughs> so here's a great idea that I like. So on the right sleeves, uh, there will be a logo meant to symbolize the development of each player. The evolution patch has a blank space where players can write in someone they wish to thank who helped them get to the big leagues. Nice. You got to love that. That's going to talk about the harsh things because think from a content perspective. And by the way, baseball teams who are listening to this. Please tell me from a content perspective, you're going to be all over this documenting so much of this because I want to hear about every single person whose name is written on that sleeve from that player because these are the dreams of these athletes. We see them as these huge megastar making millions of dollars, but guess what? Everybody has a journey. I just watched the NFL Hall of Fame induction speech this weekend. And it was amazing to see where these people had come from with Kurt Warner bagging groceries and LaDainian Tomlinson playing fullback in high school and some players not even 
uh, knowing, not having to play football before. It's just there's so many inspiring stories, and I love the opportunity that some of these stories are going to get find its way uh, into our social feeds. Yeah, man, I, I I like that too. I like that aspect. Again, it's just you're humanizing, right? You're you're creating a connection across the board, and that's what we as fans love and marketers too. Here is the biggest shocker of everything, Brian. What you got? Player, player nicknames will even be included on the back of New York Yankees jerseys. Wow. The first time any nameplate has ever been on the back of the team's uniforms. I'm actually surprised at that. Are you? Oh, very, very much so. But I think it's it's a great step. It's a great step in progress because we we've had a lot of. Uh, what we'll call almost like lineage type brands for professional sports teams on there where their history is so storied that uh, they're not as likely to be as social media friendly or as adaptable to things that are going on there. And do you think any of this could have to do with Aaron judge being the potential face of baseball? Because, okay, let's go on the flip side. Let's say the Yankees did not decide to do this. Every major league team, except for the Yankees, because they say, you know what? We're the Yankees. We do things differently. We're not going to abide by this. Mm. What what is what would that reaction be? I'm torn because here's the deal, right? Like Yankees, like it or not, always have had this very polished corporate vibe, right? That's true. It's like old school. Like I I like I I still think like 1940s Yankees. No matter what happens with the Yankees, right? So there's something from a Yankee perspective and a New York perspective where I actually I like the nickname thing. Don't get me wrong, but as a New York fan and I was a huge Yankee fan growing up, I kind of you know maybe changed as I got older. But there's some authenticity to saying, look, man, we're the Yankees. You always done this. This is how we are. This is who we are. This is how we operate. This is our vibe. Take it or leave it. This is how we roll. There's some authenticity to sticking to that, not saying they should, but just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, but does that is that part of the reason why baseball hasn't been as successful from a popularity standpoint in the grand scheme of things, the – uh, NBA teams, they're great on Twitter and social media. They're very fan-friendly. So if a team like the Yankees were to say, you know what, we're rich in history, that's probably the biggest problem with baseball is it's so stuck in rich history in the way that things were done, and they're constantly working to try and make improvements to make baseball better. And I certainly see this as a positive first step for baseball as a whole because if you can get the Yankees organization, the most high-profile team out there to do something like this, then I really think the sky's the limit. Yeah, look, I, I agree. I, I don't disagree there. I just playing devil's advocate, you know? Yeah, it's uh, it's super interesting. I'll be excited to see where else this goes, specifically from a Yankee standpoint now. So, Brian, my eye is going to be on the Yankees and Aaron Judge moving forward to see what uh, disruptive Yankee things that happen. And when I say disruptive, I mean the old versus the new. The, the Derek Jeter, Babe Ruth, Luke Eric, Joe DiMaggio versus here comes Aaron Judge and the social media friendly Yankees. Yeah, I'll be I'll be keeping an eye on that, too. Right. I mean, it's definitely a different vibe. We were just talking about how, you know, what was it? Uh, Brady Brady. Obviously, we're not talking about MLB, but Brady didn't even get an Instagram account till six months ago. And then you think like Jeter, who just retired, like still doesn't have he still doesn't have one. Right. That I don't know. 
I don't know. Well, there, there you go. Like just the fact that we don't know or we're, we don't even not even sure if he has an Instagram account. Tell you so. So to go from that like legacy empire, not even on social media, to like now we're gonna have nicknames in the back of our jerseys when we've never had name. Like that's a fascinating twist. I like it. I like it. You know who is the first league to have nicknames in the back of their jerseys? I don't. The XFL. Uh. So the two things that the XFL has brought to us, the overhead cam. So when you're watching football games now, they've got that little thing that zooms down the middle of the field above everyone. Yep. That came from the XFL. And then nicknames on the back of the jerseys because there was Rod Smart, a.k.a. He Hate Me. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All right. I didn't know that, man. I love you dropping the little uh, little info bombs there. That's well, cool. and, and we saw the NBA do that this year as well. That's true. Uh, and the NBA certainly has been progressive with this. You've seen the Indiana Pacers wearing uh, Hoosiers jerseys. We also saw them with the uh, the different cultural jerseys with the L Heat, uh, as well as nicknames on the back. So, Brian, what is your takeaway from this? Ooh. Ooh, what's the takeaway from all this, right? All right, all right, all right. Let's take a step back, okay? So what's the takeaway? The takeaway is if – actually, there's a couple things, right? There's a few things. I'll stick on this one piece, right? If you are a manufacturer of a pa- – well, I don't think it's a power, right? But equipment, right? Because – just to clarify, right? Just Because so I've read this, I read this, but obviously I skimmed some of those details, right? They can they can have a you know they can have a batting glove or a, or a bat that's like whatever Everything. the hell they want, right? I mean, assume, assuming the bat actually meets the you know MLB standards, but like the color of it, whatever the design of it can be, whatever, dude. So that to me, to me, that is the biggest opportunity to any of the equipment manufacturers because equipment is so just like bleh. like most people don't even think about the brands anymore because it's just like a bat, it's just a glove, it's just a batting glove. It gives the opportunity to do something crazy, like out there with some of the players and then market that back to the fans of like, this is the exclusive whoever's batting glove that's like wacky and out there, dude. It is the opportunity for those brands who are typically just like legacy, like they make money and they grow because they've been around for 150 years and they don't have to because they have these huge contracts and everybody just, that's what you buy for your, you know, your equipment. It could change the game for some of those that want to step up and do something cool and creative. For me, the takeaway is jerseys are only going to continue to rise in popularity. So not only is this awesome, but this past weekend I was at Lollapalooza in Chicago. And Brian, I am not lying when I say at least a quarter of the people there were wearing jerseys. Guys, girls, college kids. Jerseys are everywhere, and the thing that I've always loved about jerseys and why I uh, document them on Bacon Sports is jerseys are the gift that keep on giving because players are always changing teams, players are always coming into the league, and people are always buying new ones, but the old ones are still valuable. So when you see Major League Baseball doing things like this, it's just going to continue to add more things with jerseys. And I actually would love to see brands start to create their own jerseys because I would certainly rock. I would rock a Spotify jersey. It's a brand that I support fully because I like jerseys. They're different. So for me, the takeaway is just pay attention to jerseys because I think it's something. It's a very large trend, certainly among young people that I've continued to notice. And then seeing all of the leagues continue to customize them. Jerseys are not going anywhere. Oh, <laughs> 